Well, I'm always very happy to talk to Simon Marks, LBC's US correspondent. Um, I, I had hoped our days of discussing Donald Trump were over. Sadly, it is not the case, Simon Marks. Hello there. It is not the case, Sheila Fogarty. <laughs> Hello to you. I time, fear we're going to be it? doing yeah. it again and again yes. and again for the foreseeable future. So, Maine. Tell us about yes. Maine. Well, the Secretary of State in the state of Maine, and, and let's just go back one step. Remember that America's presidential election is not one election. It's 50 separate elections, with every single state having the right to set the rules of the road for the way in which the election is conducted in its state. So the Secretary of State in Maine, she is a Democrat. She is a left-wing Democrat, a former executive director in the state of the American Civil Liberties Union. The front page of the major newspaper in Maine today is decorated with a picture, file picture of her and a smiling Joe Biden uh, together some months ago. She ruled last night that Donald Trump is ineligible to be a candidate in the state's Republican presidential primary election, the election uh, that will choose the Republican presidential candidate. All the caucuses and primaries are about to get underway uh, starting in the middle of January. So she has struck Donald Trump from the ballot uh, of candidates uh, that Republicans will be choosing from uh, in the state of Maine. Uh, she says that she's doing this under the insurrection clause, which is uh, part of the 14th Amendment to the American Constitution. I am mindful, she said, that no Secretary of State has ever deprived a presidential candidate of ballot access based on Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. I am also mindful, however, that no presidential candidate has ever before engaged in insurrection. And what she's saying is that she believes that Donald Trump, in his efforts to subvert the outcome of the 2020 presidential election was engaged in an act of insurrection that of course culminated with the deadly rampage uh, by Donald Trump's mob on Capitol Hill on January the 6th 2021 and for that reason she is interpreting uh, the 14th amendment of the constitution and the insurrection clause that it contains that says anybody that has committed an act of insurrection against the constitution that they swore to up hold is barred from seeking office again although specifically it, it doesn't relate section three to presidents and presidential candidates uh, she's interpreting that to say that trump has to come off the ballot in exactly the same way as the Democrat-dominated uh, justices on Colorado's Supreme Court a couple of weeks ago struck him from the uh, primary ballot in that state. But this is obviously highly controversial, not least because, uh, as uh, Donald Trump himself points out and his supporters point out, we can all think that Donald Trump might have committed insurrection in 2020 and 2021, but no court has found that he committed insurrection. And so attempting to apply this clause to his standing as a candidate uh, is uh, quite a contortion for the Secretary of State to be engaged in. And of course, this is going to go to the US Supreme Court here in Washington, D.C. And most legal scholars think it is highly likely that a 
assuming they take the case, and I think they are now bound to, uh, the justices on the Supreme Court are going to say, well, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment doesn't apply uh, to Donald Trump right now because he's not been convicted of an act of insurrection. Mm. And there are people, even people who have major reservations about Donald Trump in America and beyond, who think that this isn't the way to stymie him, that it will it will create yet more grievance mentality amongst his supporters. Well, I think it's creating a martyr, frankly. I mean, we have seen throughout the year that is mercifully coming to a conclusion uh, that every single time Donald Trump is indicted on criminal charges, um, his standing in the polls among Republicans continues to climb. He faces no major challenger at this point for the Republican presidential nomination. Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida has completely flamed out. Nikki Haley, the former governor of South Carolina has gone from hero to zero in the space of the last 48 hours after stumbling and being unable to uh, explain that the Civil War was caused by a a battle over slavery. Uh, And so within a matter of weeks, it seems absolutely clear that unless there is some sort of other external intervention, Donald Trump is going to be the presumed Republican Party's uh, party presidential nominee. The more efforts are made like this by Democrat appointees in a, in a state like Maine to try and prevent voters from having the right to support him, whatever you think of Donald Trump, mm. the precedent that this is setting mm. for American democracy is catastrophic. And uh, at some point, President Joe Biden is going to have to uh, emerge, I think, from his holiday in and the Virgin say, Islands. let him stand if that's what and, he's going to do. And tell us what he thinks, because mm. he's been very vocal about the threat that he says Donald Trump poses to American democracy. But it is pretty apparent to many fair-minded Americans, I think, waking up this morning and hearing this news that, I mean, this hasn't been through any kind of process beyond what the Secretary of State in Maine thinks. She thinks he committed insurrection. She thinks he should be barred from the ballot. Well, that's not a way to run a democracy. I mean, you and I might think that O.J. Simpson committed an act of murder. And he might perhaps one day seek to run as, uh, you know, the, the mayor of Orange County in California. Well, he couldn't be prevented from running for that because position. Because he hasn't been convicted. Because he hasn't been convicted of mm. any kind of felonious yeah. activity. And you mentioned Joe Biden there. Um, let, let's talk about his choice, the choices he now has to make. Is there any doubt that he will stand? Well, he says there is no doubt. I mean, I still think there is a frisson of doubt, but the window is rapidly closing uh, for any decision that he might make to get out of the race. And a couple of weeks ago, he was absolutely adamant that he is staying in. He actually said, it. you know, at one point he told um, some supporters that if Donald Trump wasn't in the race, he might not be. And when reporters attempted to probe this a little bit and said, so if Donald Trump got out of the race or was struck off the ballot, would you leave it? And he said, not now. Now it's too late. And, and I think, frankly, it is almost too late. I mean, the caucuses in Iowa are in the middle of January. Um, we're two weeks away from that. Uh, for Joe Biden to drop out even now would leave Democrats scrambling to engage in internecine warfare to decide who might eventually become their presidential candidate. So I think that, you know, he, he is determined to run. He sees himself, Sheila, as indispensable. He realizes now that he didn't slay the 
Donald Trump dragon in 2020. And so he's determined that he now needs to do that in 2024. The difficulty is polling suggests that uh, at the moment, if the election was held today, and that's before this decision in Maine, which I suspect is only going to fuel Donald Mm. Trump's numbers, Donald Trump can currently, you know, with a degree of reasonable confidence, start thinking that he really might end up back in the White House. And can I ask you as well about the age of both men? A great deal is made about um, Joe Biden's age and apparent dodderiness. Um, And yet, even when Donald Trump was president, therefore younger than he is now, um, he often just spoke gibberish, didn't he? Uh, and he's been doing so again on the campaign trail. Uh, there are all sorts of examples of Donald Trump um, beginning sentences that end up in a completely different place than even he appeared oh, to we've all in, been there. In, in 10. I mean, who among us hasn't? <laughs> As this one might on the Just radio. Just ask my producer today. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but look, Donald Trump is 77. Joe Biden is 81. Uh, both of them are aging, obviously, in front of the American public's eyes. I think it's fair to say that Joe Biden is aging more rapidly than Donald Trump. And polling certainly suggests that Americans believe that age is a massive problem for Joe Biden, that that he is too old, that they don't want to see the prospect of an 86-year-old, which is how old he would be at the end of a second term from serving as president. Uh, but they don't apply the same critique in the same numbers to Donald Trump. They see him as being more spry, uh, being faster on his feet than Joe Biden. Now, whether that's factual or not, it is certainly impressionistic. And one of the big problems that Joe Biden has got at the end of this year is that if he stays in this race and he's truly going to endure what could be, in essence, a seven-month campaign by the time that Donald Trump is uh, uh, the presumed Republican nominee, you know, Joe Biden is going to have to find pools of energy that he hasn't demonstrated over much of the last year to carry him through that campaign. But even more importantly than that, he is going to have to find a way of igniting the passions of voters to get out and support him. And his biggest problem is actually not his age, although that is a substantial obstacle. His biggest problem is he's just not sealing the deal on the campaign trail that he is worthy of another four years in office. Mm. He's got to inflame passions and emotions. And people respond to energy, don't they? In whatever form it comes, they respond to energy. Especially in an American Mm. made-for-TV, made-for-internet presidential campaign. And uh, is, is Melania very visible? No, well, we did see her a couple of weeks ago. She actually spoke. Are we sure it was the real recently. one? It, <laughs> I believe it was the real one. Okay. And uh, she spoke at a citizenship. She hasn't gone home to Russia yet. I know she's not from Russia, but you know. What <laughs> uh, I mean. Slovenia. I know. Uh, she spoke fine. at uh, she spoke at a citizenship ceremony here in Washington D.C. Actually, as she was uh, presiding over the um, uh, you know the ceremony that that oh. uh, bestows uh, citizenship on uh, people that have just uh, succeeded in uh, attaining it. Any more of her relatives given passports? I didn't see any of them present no. at that particular uh, at that particular ceremony it did however remind me that we are still waiting uh, for the melania trump press conference that was promised uh, at the beginning of the 2016 election campaign when we were told that within a couple of weeks she would be explaining <laughs> her own path to citizenship uh. among, amidst questions among that we've never had that press conference but uh, you know it's never talent, too late to it? host it special talent what? 
Uh, yes, it was. It a, well, that's the claim that visa? it was special talent, but there have been serious questions raised about was. about the path to citizenship. So she's mm. never fully explained that. But I, I mean, if other... she does it, if she does the press conference, I, if I was advising her, I would insist she dressed pres- exactly the way she did on her trip to Egypt. Do you remember her at the pyramids? Yes, hilarious, yes, absolutely, very, um, uh, very <laughs> desert uh, desert style, very much so. <laughs> Uh, look, but other, th- other than that citizenship thing, we've not seen very much of it. Right. And I think it is an open question as to just how enthusiastic she Actually, may be about yeah. becoming First Lady again. Uh, we don't know. Uh, who knows? You never know. I mean, she kind of, she kind of, I don't know, wafted through the whole experience, didn't she? Um, let me, just before, before we go, apparently uh, Baron, their son, six foot eight or something, is brilliant at football. Is he? Um, I have yeah, to say, that, I that, just, that's passed you by. That has passed me it's by. It's not important, which is why it's passed you by. <laughs> American football or, or proper No, football? no, soccer, yeah, as oh, they call well. it there. Yeah, but apparently he's the he's the America's answer to Peter Crouch. I'm not making this up. I, I, saw, it, I saw it on the internet. Must be true. Must be true. Yeah, but Must absolutely you know, There be was true. video footage of him um, playing, and he is very, very tall and gangly like Peter Crouch is, but could move about that pitch, no doubt. Oh, I'll have that's to your next assignment, Simon. I'll check it out. Yeah. I've missed that. Yeah, I'll get all. I'll Maybe get that's where Melania has been on the, on the touch line, Maybe supporting Baron. Maybe she's big soccer. Maybe she's a soccer mom. She's li- literally the polar opposite of a soccer mom, isn't she? Anyway, great to talk to you, Simon. Have a great New Year. Sheila, talk to you in twenty twenty four. Yes, gone by Christmas. Thanks very much indeed. It's three forty seven.